0: The fact that we don't have, we, we don't bother to learn and to give people the actual the time to be themselves to us is wrong. And I think that's where a lot of everything that happens in the world sort of stems from. It's like we just don't understand. It gets better cause it has to get better. We're all made of you.
1: Hello, My name is Sophie Hagen and you're listening to the Made of Human podcast in short MOPAD M-O-H-P-O-D It's a podcast in which I speak to nice people about life Um, Try and figure out how to do it and how to function, how to be a real human being And when it turns out that no one knows We just uh, try and feel a bit less alone together with our incompetence Our life incompetence and this week I'm speaking to Julia Adenuga, and wow, that's just wow, she, <laughs> she's so incredible, um, probably one of the coolest people I've ever met in my life, and I was slightly uh, intimidated by her because she was just so cool. Um, I'll let you listen to our chat in just a bit. First, I am going on tour. I have a brand new show, it's called Dead Baby Frog. Uh, I need to let you know now that there is a trigger warning for the show, it's, um, I, the show contains mentions of uh of emotional abuse so know that before you go and see it Uh, I'm gonna tour this autumn I will be in I'm gonna just butcher all of your all of the places in this country I uh (laughs) I will be touring in Peterborough or is it Peterborough 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 Winchester, Liverpool, Fareham, Coventry, Swindon, Leeds, Glasgow, Aberdeen, Norwich, Kendall, Milton Keynes, Bath, Aldershot, Maidenhead, Newcastle, Newport, Leicester, Manchester, Oxford, Bristol, Hull, Bromsgrove? Mm. Stockton, Cambridge, Colchester, Colchester? 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 New Milton, Reading, Whitehaven, Aberystwyth, Northampton, and Canterbury. Okay, so, uh, oh, and then I will go to Denmark, and I will tour in Copenhagen, Aarhus, Aalborg, Esbjerg, and Odense. Or in Danish, Copenhagen, Aarhus, Aalborg, Esbjerg, and Odense. Almost the same, isn't it? And uh, so the show will be taken to the Edinburgh Fringe Festival, which is this August, where I will be at the Bedlam Theater at 2 p.m. every single day of the... Fucking fringe, <laughs> every fucking day. <laughs> uh, can you hear that? It's soon. That's that's the panic arising in my voice. Uh, you can g- basically for information about where you can see me Mac- do this show, sophiehagen.com. There will be London dates as well. We're trying to figure them out. Uh, there is still, if you're listening to this in July, you uh, you could still come and see it in London in one of the at one of the last previews that I'm doing. It's um oh and the tour will be um, so all the venues in the UK at least I'm yet to f- be one hundred percent sure of the Danish tour dates but at least in uh, the UK all this all the venues will be will have disabled access uh, there will be anxiety safe which means you can email me if you have some kind of anxiety about uh, going to a live gig and we can figure out if you need like a specific seat or. Um, need to be told a thing, like if you need to get in before the audience, whatever it is, you can email me um, at tour at sophiehagen.com. And it's also uh, all the toilets are gender neutral. And uh, if you have a problem with that, uh, fuck off. Yeah, I think that's it. Uh, <laughs> I'm not sure about the Denmark tours yet, uh, uh, and I know that my show in Edinburgh. Will be anxiety safe and there'll be disabled access. I couldn't change the toilets uh, in that venue, which I apologize for, but um, I'm gonna try and see if I can figure out which venue or which toilet nearby is uh, gender neutral. Um, I don't think I can do that before I get there, but because it's like an hour, so you could if there's one across the street. Anyways, I'm gonna try and figure it out. Please do remind me if I forget, but I'll try. So, before I let you listen to the episode, you well i mean first of all sophiehaken.com is all the tickets all the tickets sign up for my newsletter it's much easier than having to listen to this ramble (laughs) so um yeah before i let you listen to the episode we shall do this week's acts of disobedience i don't know if you've heard this before basically someone emails me in with their act of disobedience and it's the fucking best so this week's listener is anonymous and this is what they wrote A few years ago, I was on a night out. My friend was getting off with this guy who seemed kind of douchey, but she was fine with it. (laughs) A few minutes later, I was waiting at the bar and he came to get a drink. I was chatting to him about my friend. He kept telling me how amazing she was. And after five minutes of chatting, he tried to kiss me. I can't remember exactly what I said, but it was along the lines of, you've been talking to me about how amazing my friend is and now you try to kiss me? He told me he didn't try to kiss me, that he then told me that he forgot we were friends. Uh, in parentheses, while talking to me about her. I laughed at him and told him he should leave the club and that he should learn some fucking respect. He kept trying to explain it, but I just kept saying he had to leave. You have to leave. Go. Go. Leave now. Leave now. Until he left the club. My friend high-fived me as she'd seen the whole thing, and we spent the rest of the night dancing together like we owned the place. I added a bit of the attitude myself into that last sentence. Uh, I love this so much. You can submit your own act of disobedience on madeofhumanpodcast.com. And uh, that's also the place where you can uh, buy a t-shirt. Oh my God, last night. Oh my God, last night. I just remembered this. Um, Like one of you, like one of you, you listeners uh, came up to me and talked to me after my show. And you had the t-shirt on. <laughs> you had one of my t-shirts. You had the Made of Human uh Susan Kalman t shirt on. And I, was like, I was just like, oh my god, you're wearing the t shirt. And he was like, yeah, yeah. And started talking. I was like, no, 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 you're wearing the t shirt. And I wanted to ask for a photo, but. And this is just embarrassing. Oh, this is such. Oh, I shouldn't say. Okay, so. I wanted to have a photo taken, but. I was kind of hoping that he was gonna ask. <laughs> I was really hoping he was gonna be like, a fan about it and then be like oh can I have a photo and then I could say oh yeah tweet it at me because then I could retweet it but then he didn't ask for a photo and then I was like uh, I just I should have done it I should have done it anyways I really squealed so you can buy a t-shirt on madeofhumanpackers.com, and then we will have a photo together okay now um I think you're gonna love this episode Julia Denuga is freaking awesome so please uh, enjoy this episode with the incredible Julia Denuga.
0: Who am I? Um, I'm Julie Adenuga, and I'm just a person, (laughs) So, I'm just a human being on planet Earth um, who dabbles in radio presenting a lot, how I make my living. And and then I just do other stuff that I care about every once in a while, day-to-day stuff. Um, But yeah, I think first and foremost, I'm just a, a, a being on the planet. Just like everybody else. Just like
1: everyone else. <laughs> That's deep. That's a deep start. That's, you're getting Just like everybody else. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Wow. <laughs> I feel like ask, because I, but that, you're also what, you've been voted one of the most influential people oh, yeah. in, what, like musical taste? Which is a, just
0: like. It's a weird thing to be voted, because it's like, who's picking these things? Like, is it, <laughs> why is it me today? Um, I mean, yeah, like my, my whole life has been music. Just everything about my life has always been about music, from my parents to my older brothers to my younger brother, like, my family. It's always, always, all, we just, music has always been the centre of, of who we are. Um, so I think it was inevitable that I would I would have ended up doing something to do with music because it 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 music began as a lifestyle for me before it was anything else. Um, creating, a yeah, just like not creating actual music, but just the fact that my life from the, from the day I I was born until today, and obviously now it's like because of because it's part of what I do as a job. It sort of is I'm more involved in it, but before that. Just every day, music in some way, talking about some kind of artist, my brother getting in trouble for listening to NWA, like any like everything about my life was had music in it. And so, yeah, it just was a thing. Eventually, it just it's like it'd be weird to try and cut that out. It'd be like trying to cut out breathing. Like it's just something that you did every day. You know, if someone said to you, "Oh, we're going to pay you to breathe," you'd be like, "Yeah, okay, cool, like, <laughs> sure, I'll do that," because I've been doing it every day. So with the music thing, I think it was the same. Um, and I don't know if I, I don't know if I purposely did things to sort of, for my voice to stand separately to other people. I don't think I did anyway, um, but for some reason. My my voice when I talk about music and not my actual I'm not talking about my actual voice that you can hear but like <laughs> my voice in terms of like how what I speak about and who I speak about has become um, it's like a trending topic in it it's like it, it's it's just like it's the flavor of the month at the minute hopefully it's longer than a month <laughs> but um, yeah it's just become like one of the leading voices I would say which is how I sort of got labelled with this influential person award thing but um yeah i don't know i i like it i think it's nice i've i it gives me more responsibility to sort of take control of what it is that i'm talking about and be a bit more careful about things that i say as well um how so just because with anything that i do in my life i always think about how it's going to affect someone who doesn't know anything about it like how do, do my actions affect a complete stranger who just will, might accidentally come across them? Even if I'm just walking down the street, like the way that I carry myself, how does that, How what does that show other people about who I am? Not necessarily because I want them to judge me in a certain way, but because I want to set a good example for people. And so when I'm talking about music, I really want to set a good example of, of what the music is, especially because I sort of talk for a genre of music that is quite unique and it's new to a lot of people. It's like being the first person to do something, you know, you have to set the standard, you have to set Mm. the bar quite high. I can't just come out and just, uh, you know, (laughs) I have to, I have to make sure that I am representing the things that people look to me for in the best way possible. um, Because that may be the only way that they ever hear about it. Or it may be the introduction to how they hear about it. And I want that introduction to feel quite good.
1: And what's the introduction? Is that... Grime Yeah so that's
0: It is predominantly grime I think my voice sort of now stretches over a lot of UK music But f- from day one it has always been grime Just because of how it was brought up And the music that I began sort of listening to And the way that grime has grown as a genre of music as well So it's like you know when the stars align and everything It's sort of just I just ended up in this space And I was like okay cool I like I like being here um, This is something that I feel confident about talking about I'm representing and then it kind of just went
1: from there really how would you describe what grime is to someone who might not know? And of course, I know because I'm the coolest person in the world. <laughs> but To someone, some other loser, see you at all the grime parties that I go to. Oh yeah, I'm always there, <laughs> always there, just <laughs> griming along. That's <laughs> you do.
0: I didn't know griming was a uh, was a verb. So <laughs> oh, I'm gonna, not. Yeah, I'm doing I mean, that now. It is we, now. That's what we're
1: doing on the grime team. We're griming right along we're every
0: day. <laughs> it's a really fun time. Um, so grime started out as a genre of music, just a style of music that was that was born out of East London. In and then over the years it has like grown into like a lifestyle like a culture it, there's so much to it now it isn't just about the sound it is about everything it's about clothing it's about parties it's about attitude um it's about a lifestyle it has grown so like past i think what a lot of people thought it would um so, which is why when I explain it to people it's it's quite hard to do because mm. it's not like oh just listen to this song this is everything you need to know about grime mm. it's like you have to go to the parties you have to get you know the tape pack from 2001 and like hear what that rave sounded like compared to what this music sounds like now you have to you know go and hang out with Elijah and Skilliam who run Butters which is a label record label so like there's there's so many elements to it now again which is why i want to make sure that the introduction to it is this, is like a smooth transition i used to work in the apple store and i remember <clears throat> one of the things they always wanted us to do is make people have a smooth transition into buying a mac for the first time and using this computer that you've never used before you know mm. people a lot of people back then were like windows users so it's like how do we make that transition smooth and i think that maybe <laughs> where i like got that like frame of mind from it was like cuz you open a mac for the first time if you've been using a pc for your whole life and you're like where's the start bar yeah. like even like the simplest thing like where's the start bar how do i yeah. you know like there's so many little things so so for us i just remember having that conversation with a lot of people like how do we make that transition smooth so people don't get alarmed and like ah i can't you know i can't use this computer how do i make the transition into listening to grime and understand what it is smooth and it's it is it's nice to be able to like talk about the different elements to it and it and i enjoy i enjoy people discovering it i almost get jealous of people whose ears are not yet privy to like what grime is i love when people see it for the first time they see a live mc set for the first time it's like like being on a roller coaster
1: It must be happening a lot now Since mm. Grime What got Jeremy Corbyn Almost <laughs> Right no, no it was part of it Yeah Wasn't it Yeah it was definitely part of it, it, was, it was,
0: That was amazing man Yeah That was happened? really really cool I don't, No one It wasn't even like There was a meeting There was no meeting <laughs> It wasn't funny. like We a all WhatsApp like group. Met up Yeah there was no WhatsApp group There was nothing It was nothing like that I think I think as with anything in life You know people talk about What everyone else is talking about and with politics especially because i had no idea what politics was i kind of just never ever cared about it or thought about it It didn't affect any of my day-to-day things well it does but i didn't know it did Mm. so i just was just living my life um but i think i think once people talk about something it will be if the right people talk about it or not even the right people if a lot of people talk about something that will catch on and it just so happened that there were so many people who are involved in music that wanted to talk about politics this time round and wanted to talk about the election this time round. Um, <clears throat> and I I wish I knew why. I don't know what it was. I don't know if people just felt the urgency of this election more than anything else. Like they, they felt like this was something that, you know, was weighing on them more than it ever has before. Um, but yeah, there was just like this domino effect really, but... But what was quite weird about it was all the dominoes sort of hit at the same time. So it wasn't like, you know, this started on Monday and then by the time it got to Wednesday, someone it was like everything happened on Monday without yeah. anyone sort of discussing it. And then we was like, okay, cool. Like we all kind of looked around and then before you knew it, there were like, I don't know, seven, eight, nine different movements that were all sort of pushing in the same direction. And I think the the stance that I had to take in it because I just saw how bitter it was. Like, it felt really bitter. There was so much, like... What was bitter? Like, the whole... Just, the, just people's... It's something that I've never been a part of before. Just politics just feels really horrible. It doesn't feel like a nice place. Oh, no. It doesn't feel like the kind of party you want to go to. Like no. it, it just feels horrible. I didn't. So I was like, I don't want to be a part of the, the bitterness. I don't want to be a part of that, the petty arguments and, like, these, like, playground arguments yeah they feel yeah they feel really like lies it's
1: like i haven't
0: i haven't spoken about someone in the way that they talk about each other in politics i haven't spoken about someone like that since i was in like primary school so it's like i don't want to be a part of that i didn't want to have any sort of i didn't want to even be in a space where people would want to engage in a conversation with me in that way because it just feels very disrespectful It it doesn't feel nice um and i think for me the most important thing that i wanted to understand was the importance of voting full stop because it was not anything it no one had ever explained that to me i didn't get what it was i didn't really understand why it was important and so i was like let's just have that discussion let's not talk about the actual parties and what they want to do and who's running it and you know what these people look like and it starts to get really like just it starts to you just start bickering Mm. i didn't want to bicker with anyone i wanted to just understand the importance of voting um and so that was my stance on the whole thing really it was just why why should we vote this time um because i just remember i remember waking up opening the internets as you do every single day (laughs) and um there was just loads of register to vote make sure you register to vote and i was like i don't even know where to go i don't know why you're telling me to do that i have no idea what is happening here and so i just wanted to know what was happening Mm. um and so, yeah, that was my... I think everybody sort of took a different start. Some people were just really like, look, you need to vote for this party. I don't want to have a conversation about it. This is what you need to do. Um, some people were... And and then some people were kind of like, I just don't really get what the parties do, you know. Mm. And for me, I was like, I just want to know why we should vote. Like, What is going to happen if we don't vote? Why does everyone keep telling us to vote? Um, and then that was, yeah, that was where I sort of sat for the whole thing, really. And... I, But I it felt there was like a slight moment of victory i remember waking up after the after the general election the People people like you should stay up and watch the exit polls and i was like i don't know what that is so i'm <laughs> gonna go to bed now and then i woke up and i had about four texts from people like do you know what's going on do you know what a hung parliament is um look what you guys have done all this stuff and i was like this feels slightly victorious yeah this, I feel like you know if the if the last couple of weeks or few weeks had not gone the way they had, this would have been a very different story. And so you know I don't know how much of a part we all played, but I definitely feel like we played some kind of part in that in that whole snap.
1: Election. I feel like it did. It felt good. It was like Corbin in a cafe, chilling. Yeah, in his, his nice little white shirt
0: with his sleeves yeah. folded up. Yeah. I still to this day stand by. He's just such a cute
1: little man, isn't he? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, I tweeted about him being the prime minister, so I could tweet. Uh, oh, the uh, the PMILF.
0: And then you said about um, Obama being the what was it? Po- 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 POTUS. POTUSILF
1: Doesn't sound, It's not the same. It doesn't sound <laughs> P- Milf is good. good.
0: PMILF is very good.
1: PMILF is good. <laughs> yeah, he's a he's, he's a, a really very cool sweet, guy. sweet, cool guy. Do you think there's a it, just because uh, in Denmark people just vote. Like we just have a because you don't. You don't register to vote. That's the part that really just it kind of blows your mind.
0: Yeah. Well, this is a funny thing because when we were, when I had the dis- so we like I organised this roundtable discussion, and when we had it, one of the questions in the audience was why isn't it just mandatory to vote mm-hmm. here? And there was some good for and against arguments. You know, a lot of people were saying, well, what happens is sometimes people just know they have to vote don't really do any research into it and they just vote for you know the the people that their parents vote for and Mm. it's like a less informed decision whereas like registering to vote means that you're actually taking some steps towards making that happen Mm. um i think it's interesting that there are a lot of different countries that run their governments in a lot of different ways and no one's just thought what's the best way let's just all do it Mm. like no like no one's done that everybody's like let's you know let's try this way it's like how do we just get the best like there's so many different countries why don't we just pick the best version like, it's so weird like when I went to New York and they had 24 hour tubes I was like why don't we just yeah. oh. <laughs> why do we not have 24 hour tubes like, like New York is running a 24 hour subway service and I used it and it was fine and it makes sense so I, I went to New York 2008 because it was a year before we went to Portugal, and we called Portugal Portugal '09' for Vance. So it was 2008. I went to New York, and we didn't get 24-hour tubes until what last year? Or Was it even this year in yeah. London? And I was like, "Why has it taking this long?" Yeah, you know, like.
1: And did you well, go to New York? It's like, was that like a holiday? Did you? It was go a was it was something? a holiday at the time,
0: and um, I remember Olive Garden had some amazing bread. <laughs> And I went to the bread. I,
1: I, I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna blow your mind now. Every other country than the UK has amazing bread.
0: Oh really? I've never said this. No, but dry. the Olive Garden bread
1: All right. is
0: like I don't know what it is about it. It's a starter bread as well. So we went to the restaurant and then they just brought the bread to the table and I ate all the bread. And then when we was leaving for the airport, I went back to Olive Garden and said, can I just get some bread to take home, please? And they gave me this like microwavable bag with like a silver inside lining full of bread. And... um It was. it's just the most beautiful bread I've ever tasted. So I was like, so that's why I ended up getting a 24-hour tube is because I was on a search for olive garden bread.
1: That makes sense. Um,
0: And I was like, this is amazing. You know, if I wanted apple crumble and custard in London, I'd just be stuck in North London after midnight. Like, where am I going to go? I don't drive. This is is weird. I didn't drive at the time. So, but yeah, I just think it's weird that a lot of people don't sort of, you know, use to your advantage that there are billions and billions of people around the world and someone is going to, have a better way of doing something than you
1: mm.
0: why don't you just take advantage of that
1: right. that's scariest. also because i i think a lot of the they don't want everyone to vote it doesn't sound like they want people to actually vote because that other, I, agree I mean with. or at least
0: they don't want a, us a certain po- type of yeah, person po- to vote. Pe- they yeah. don't want poor people yeah. to
1: vote because that's the thing like you you said you woke up and then you saw everyone saying register to vote yeah but if you had to go on a 10 hour shift at the factory and you had to get your kids to school and you had to, you, you might not have that. That's not where at you the go, forefront of your head. Like. Yeah, where you go, oh, I, I wonder what this is about, mm-hmm. which we could do because mm-hmm. we're in the situation we are. We, we we're privileged to be in a position where we can go, I, agree. Oh, I really want to know what this is about. Mm-hmm. But there are people out there who are like, Just that. don't have that. Yeah. They I'm don't have that, I'm that hungry. luxury. Yeah. yeah, they don't.
0: And I think, funnily enough, the internet definitely is a gift and a curse. Mm. and i think it uh, it it was such a gift the, for this election
1: yeah social because media because yeah
0: social media the, just the, just being able to contact people that quickly um made the world of difference to the people that it's funny because before getting young people to vote was like this whole like how do, you know how do we do it and everyone forgot that they just we're just all on the internet Like we're just We're literally all on the internet Like I know It's hard to go If you want to go to a certain estate And find all the young You know you're going to find 10 people max Yeah But we are all on the internet And I think everybody forgot That's where we all are Snapchat Yeah we're just there Yeah
1: Like
0: (laughs) If there's one place we're going to be We are on the internet Yeah Like we're all connected That's the best way to speak To every single one of us And It's funny that no one did Or maybe they tried But they just weren't going To the places You know the right places but we just we just were always on the internet we've been on the internet for years and yeah. no one thought f- f- let's go you know let's speak to all the people that do
1: you are feel on like, the internet <laughs> do you feel it's a responsibility uh, you being like a public person having people listen to what you say do you feel like did you feel like you had to do something mm. or was it just the privilege of knowing you maybe could do something I don't feel like I no part
0: of me felt like no part of me felt like what I was going to say was necessary would be cared about I, I use my social media just as a place to speak out um and, and I don't feel like there's any guarantee that there's gonna be a response to me speaking out. I just know that that's a place where I can do that um, so I didn't feel a responsibility to do it. I just naturally like i a lot of the I spent a lot of my time thinking and then I spent a lot of time thinking why am I thinking about things this much? <laughs> and then I feel like I'm going to explode. So I just want to be like, Hey everyone, doesn't this sound weird? Doesn't this feel stupid? Doesn't this look silly? Doesn't, you know, why is this happening still? What? And I just sort of just like, for me, that's what social media is. Like You know, when you go to Twitter and like, it says what is happening, that's what, that's what a tweet is. Mm. You just have to say what's happening. So for me, like that's all I wanted to say, like in my head, what was happening. Um, so yeah, no, I didn't. I didn't feel, because I don't feel like people. I don't feel like a public figure. I don't feel like that at all. I don't feel like I'm. The, I don't feel like I'm a leader of any kind. Like I just, I'm a. i am feel like I'm a person, and so, you know, just based on what I do, I may have a little bit more followers than the next person. But I don't feel like I'm like you know everyone follow me. We're marching here. Like I don't feel like I'm that person. I just, I just know that I like to speak out. And I love to engage in conversation with people, um, and so that's sort of like what the internet is to me—a place where you can just engage in conversation with people. But it's weird because I don't engage in conversation with people that I don't know either. Mm. So on the internet, I won't like—you won't see me having like a mad long conversation with a complete stranger because cause I don't know who they are. <laughs> and I'm like, I just I've, I've just always been against like. On the negative side, I've always been against arguing with anyone on on the internet and on a sort of just on a truly how my brain works. I just I just feel like if you can't see someone, you've got no way of like judging what level of conversation you're having. It'd be like walking into a room and there's like a 10 year old kid. And they're like insulting you and you insult them back. Mm. You just that wouldn't happen in real life.
1: And that's what the internet
0: is to me. If I don't know who you are, you could be a 14-year-old child and I would never have any kind of conversation that was negative or, you know, I wouldn't be throwing insults at a 14-year-old child because you're 14 and I kind of expect that of you and it's fine. Yeah. So for me on the internet, it's the same. Like, until I know exactly who you are and, you know, I can judge what level of intelligence you have. Like, is this conversation worth having? Mm. I'm not just going to engage in some mad long conversation with you because it's like,
1: I also feel like you could just a- be
0: doing this for Bants. like this just could be a joke for you exactly. and I'm like using all my brain power yeah, to yeah. Like, try and form this amazing conversation with you and you're just you're just a 16 year old kid on their lunch break
1: For uh, me it kind of depends on who I'm talking to because sometimes I'll tweet something that's for me It's just to people who agree or to people who like me or to yeah people. and then it feels like if someone disagrees it's like sitting an at attack din- it's like sitting at a dinner party and you're having a chat with your friends and someone comes up and goes actually i that disagree that is the perfect example and you look you're like i wasn't even talking to you like i wasn't talking to you why is your voice meant to that's, be there? yeah
0: that's exa- that is yeah. the perfect thing exa- i i it's so weird that you say that my example is if i was walking on the street talking with you and we're just walking and then someone just start, stands next to us as we're walking and just ca- like starts talking in our conversation. Yeah. It's like, that would never happen. Yeah. It's like, it would never happen. That's kind of like what the internet is. Yeah. It's this place where you're conversing with people and then someone's just like, oh, but hey. Yeah. You know. And not I'm like, even, but hey, just, you're a piece of shit. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Here's my negative opinion. That means nothing. and It's not going to help anything. Why are you I'm just going to say it so i'm just like you know what i'm like that's not i don't i don't like to get involved in things which and, and again which is why i don't feel like i'm a leader i don't feel like i have any obligation to say anything because i don't feel like that is the forum that i would say it anyway yeah like a lot of my close friends we just sit and converse like that's what i like to do
1: with in the, real life which a lot of people do yeah i just
0: like <laughs> to sit with my friends and just talk about i will sit and it's weird because I'll see them talk on the internet and then when we see each other, I'll be like, okay, let's talk, you know, let's talk about that thing. You know, how do you lot feel about voting? We went to Brighton, actually. It's so weird. We was in Brighton and we were just sitting by the seaside like talking about politics. I was with my friends and it was like, that to me is like a real conversation. You know, like that's, that's, that's a real back and forth. That, and if, if my friend disagrees with me, I feel like we can, get, we can come to some kind of agreement um, in real life. I would never try and do that on the mm. internet with a limit of characters it's just oh so God. it's weird isn't yeah, it it's like so limiting i want to talk to you but i've got to stop talking now <laughs> and then start a new tweet and then start talking again like it's not a space for conversation i think it's a space to just voice you know to say what you feel and what you think and just have that out there and and if people want to talk to you about it then you know let's let's actually meet up you know let's have, let's have like i've always wanted to have like a debate you know like in america they have like debate teams
1: Oh, that. but they, I think they have that in like do they? Oxford and Cambridge. It's really the places
0: <laughs> I live in North London. It feels far. <laughs> it feels really far. But now I would like. I remember seeing like hearing about this. And I was like, "That's." I'd
1: love to just sit down and debate stuff.
0: Yeah, that's and like learn my dream how to do it as yeah, well. Yeah, that's
1: my dream. Because I get this. Because I feel like some topics I'm I can I now know how to debate them, but then I'll something will throw me. My friend. I was going into this like deep, deep, like feminist intersectionality discussion mm. and then my friend said, What's patriarchy? I was like, Oh
0: I use that. mm-hmm. that's the most basic.
1: <laughs> How do I that uh, mm-hmm. uh, uh, uh <laughs> Uh, what? No, I can't. Like, can open you? dictionary. It's, yeah, it's, wait, it was just such a simple well, question It yeah, floored yeah. me completely. I was like, "That's a w- oh, I guess you can just do that." Yeah, girl. exactly.
0: <laughs> Which is why, yeah, I want to have, I want to start a debate thing. Like, just once yeah. a week, we just go and debate topics. Yeah, kind of like a, oh, they've got TV shows that do it, but just like in like a real person one. Would,
1: would be it cool. be? Pe- would would it be? Pe- uh, would you be discussing topics that? Like you cared about Or would it be one of those Anything Pro or against Bananas Anything Just just the art of
0: conversation Just the art of talking It's just amazing man Just anything Where we can all just talk Can voice your opinion And say stuff And like Just be open And learn Because I think that's one thing That's missing from the internet Is people don't get a chance to learn They just get judged Um, You know You say something That to some person Is offensive Or to some person Is wrong in some way And no one teaches you why No one teaches you why your opinion may be offensive or may someone is, like you know, it's, it's, it's a different opinion to what another person or group of people believe in. They just insult you and it's like, well, they haven't learned anything. They, they're probably going to say whatever they said again because they don't understand why you're upset. All you're doing is insulting them and I think that's what's missing from, that's what conversation brings. Conversation brings that space where you can actually teach, you can learn. You don't feel And and when it's debate as well I'd hope it's open To be like There's no You know There's no stupid questions There's no wrong opinions Like we're just gonna Talk to each other
1: But it should also Because the internet is so Post your opinion here Right now There's not a It never says Have you Maybe Google it <laughs> And and then and then answer that's what's why, happening. This should be your option. Yeah? You can write your tweet, and then there's like a
0: Google it bit where yeah. you, you can just press that button, and then just see the Google results, and then
1: you can choose whether that would be so good. Because that's I mean the amount of messages I get from just random, well, usually white men going, "Hey, what is uh, what's this feminism thing?" Yeah, but I can't. I just mean, Google it. Yeah, I mean, or start a YouTube
0: channel and just answer the questions. Like, do a do a FAQ like YouTube channel. Of, like, yeah, frequently asked questions. If you just give them the answer, <laughs> and then whenever they ask you, just send them a link to the channel.
1: I've done that with my friend. <laughs> I did it, I'm directing a show, and my friend he asks the same question every day. So I've made an FAQ. For yeah, him, yeah, yeah. For that's him I, he goes, that's what we should "Am do. I working hard enough?" I just send him the link. <laughs> you know, I've answered this before. I'm just <laughs> go here. I'm sick and tired of answering the same question every. Day. That would be good. Can you not see how like even if like you not wanting or seeing yourself as a leader, how that's a really strong leader quality.
0: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you don't want
1: the power, that's why we, we really want to give you the power. Yeah.
0: I think yeah, I can definitely see how that is that that is a leader quality. Um I, I just try I just you know, I'm not gonna ever pretend that I know everything. I don't. Um, and I think a lot of it comes from being scared as well. Because I don't know everything. And, you know, sometimes I see people write stuff and I think, I don't even know what you're talking like, <laughs> And in my head, I think, I bet people know, think that I know what this is about. But it's like, I don't know what it's about. And so, like a lot of, I remember growing up and, and getting into a space where I thought, you know what? Speaking less makes you look wise. And speaking less gives you time to think about what you're going to say. If you're the guy who's just speaking loads, maybe five percent of what you're saying is worth hearing, but the other ninety-five percent is normally just mumbo jumbo. Like, what are you even talking about? And I never wanted to be that guy, Mm. so I spend a lot of my time. Like, I study the internet. Like, I spend a lot of time just studying things and not speaking on things that I don't understand because I want to look like I know everything you know Mm. I'm not that guy like I don't I don't know everything and I'm not going to pretend I do and whenever I say things I'm going to let you know that some of them aren't that I haven't even concluded on them this is just a thought that I'm having um and I really want that to be clear like with the vote with voting I wanted everyone to know like I haven't voted before guys this is not me preaching to you saying we should vote this is me asking the question like why should we vote I genuinely don't know this is not a joke like I don't know took me ages to learn what cultural appropriation was.
1: Oh, that's so difficult.
0: I was just like, yeah. what is going on? Like, I had to actually <laughs> do research on it because yeah. sometimes things will come up and I'll be like, oh yeah, that's, that's out of order. But sometimes things will come up and be like, I didn't. I would never have known that that mm. was appropriate in culture. So again, that's not something that I just openly speak on because I don't understand it. Mm. And so I'm not going to be the guy that just wants to be out here looking like they're righteous mm. and saying, you know, that Every- everything's wrong. This is all wrong. Like, no, I'm actually going to learn about things and again gift and a curse of the internet the internet has given me a space to be able to do that to see people like being ripped to shreds for appropriating culture Mm. and then me thinking actually i kind of maybe would have done the same thing that person would have done like so maybe i need to like research more into this and understand more about it and i think with that like i said i'm a human being like with that that's what being a human is about it's about learning i think the one thing that i've definitely learned and would love to and I, I will openly speak about it now because I feel like I've done enough research into it that the, the humanity is, has failed in many ways, <laughs> which we could go into another day. <laughs> but um, I f- for me, one of the biggest failures of humanity is the fact that we don't understand each other and we make no attempt to, and there is no um, it's not compulsory to understand humans they have not in any way sort of like put it in any form there's nothing in life that means that you have to go out of your way to understand a human and I think that's wrong because we all live on the exact same planet and so I feel like a lot of the times the things that happen in the world are just based on the fact that we don't understand someone else. We don't understand their culture. We don't understand their race. We don't understand their religion. We don't understand their hardships. We don't understand, you know, where they've come from. We don't understand their family. We don't understand their, the way their brain works. We don't understand. We've, we've judged them and put them in a box because we're lazy. Because you're like, <laughs> who can be bothered to meet 400 people and actually individually, like, you know, make it, have an opinion on 400 people? What can I do to just put them in the box of, these are the people that I like, these are people that I don't like, you know? Just pick them like, oh, if that person's got this hairstyle, you go in the I don't like box. You know, you all look like you are mean people, I'm putting you in the do not like box. You've got a dress that I like, I'm putting you in the like, like you just wanna just pigeonhole everyone to just give you, it's like saving time. But I, I've learned that every single person in this world is different. They may have qualities that are the same as other people, but they're still very different And the fact that we don't have We, we don't bother to learn And to give people the, actual, the time To be themselves to us Is wrong And I think that's where a lot of Everything that happens in the world Sort of stems from is that We just don't understand We don't understand someone's religion And so we just assume that that religion can mean That they do bad things Because we don't understand their religion. But anyone that judges someone in religion, I can guarantee you they have never studied that person's religion. Mm. You know, the majority of them. I'm gonna say guarantee, but the majority of those people would have not studied that religion. And Mm. so they're just going by what they think they know or an assumption. Mm. Um and so yeah, I just I love studying the internet because it's like everyone's on there. Yeah. Everyone. Everybody you can think of is on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter. And Snapchat every type of human it's like
1: it's brilliant do you not think it's a it's a survival thing like because I think if you were to truly understand everyone mm. you could n- where would you, what would you do with your feelings you know like say someone <laughs> like say someone uh punches you or or just just even just bumps into you in the street mm that frustration yeah. of being attacked or being disregarded in yeah. that that bad feeling you get inside you you just want to hate that person yeah. because that makes it easier yeah. if you were to understand that that person was on the way to the hospital to see because, his wife yeah, and yeah, yeah. or he'd had a shit childhood he'd never been shown love by his parents or so he was like reaching out uh, like um, being violent mm-hmm. if you, were to, you 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 couldn't you couldn't possibly feel any bad feelings towards yeah. anyone like the worst person you <laughs> the you worst person you'd be hate. like oh I get why they do that yeah, yeah if you like if you saw her or just even knew how their childhood was that, and then you would have this bad feeling and you and you just have to I have accept to throw that it away cause, yeah because something can, bad happens yeah. and it's no one's fault
0: uh, but maybe does that only but then the, does that only work for negative feelings because because oh but y- maybe it doesn't mm. work maybe that means that we could all just be very happy because if we to be like
1: oh that's hardcore
0: in it because it it would only work You only want to get rid of your negative feelings
1: Yeah You don't want
0: to get Like if I was just happy every day
1: Then I'm just happy
0: well, that's Yeah that.
1: or even worse If someone did something that was really nice to you You would have to do the same thing And yeah. go and then Well it's, it's not about Yeah Oh like that That has nothing to do with me Yeah It's the same Of this is not me This is that person's whole So I can't really take this love Do you know what I mean But it will, were, it
0: will fill you with the emotion For you to want to pass it on that's true. So you kind of just like you just you're just feeling good emo- emotions all day. <laughs> <laughs> we've solved still- <laughs> life. We have solved it. It's well, done. Thank you for finishing Sick. the podcast. all right, We've done it. We've solved life. Everybody just has to understand each other, and then we're
1: good. <laughs> but it would also be overwhelming. It would, it, would, yeah,
0: it would be everyone, but you would be happy. That's yeah. what life is about. You just have to be happy and have fun. That's what life should be about for everyone. Yeah. Be happy and have fun. That's it. There shouldn't be about anything else. And I think the people that aren't happy, they are hurting mm. for whatever reason. You know, they, They're hurting mentally. Mm. They're hurting physically out of lack mm. of love or whatever. They are hurting. And the people that hurt you, are, they only hurt you because they're hurting themselves. Mm. If you're the happiest person in the world, you are not going to hurt anyone. do you know what I mean you only hurt people because you're hurting I'm only gonna go out and kill someone because I'm hurting about something
1: Mm. or because
0: I you know I haven't I've got some kind of um, like I'm mentally ill Mm. something is not right with me mentally no one has done anything to help that I was watching some program at my boyfriend's and parents house the other day of a guy who um, he headbotted a shop window and so the the, police the shop owner calls the police And they go and they're looking for him and they find him and they they, um, go to arrest him and he's mentally ill. Mm. And he starts shouting. He's like, no, you're not taking me back there. You're not taking me back there. And then uh, like a a passerby comes and tries to intervene because there's like four police officers on this guy because he's just losing it. Mm. And the guy's like, calm down, calm down. It's going to be okay. Stop struggling. You're going to hurt yourself. And he goes, no, they're going to section me again. You're not taking me back there. And I thought he's, the system has failed him Mm -hmm. because he was obviously in a place where he was supposed to be looked after. Mm. He was released from that place He has now left Wherever he was And has gone to hurt himself By mm. in a glass window And now he's back In police custody And he will be mm. Possibly sectioned again mm. So The system has failed him mm. The system is not helping him
1: mm. He
0: can't go on To do better things With his life Because he is being failed He's not being looked after And I think that's That's like That's His pain Causes someone else pain Which mm. in turn Causes him pain again
1: Yeah,
0: You know And that's like you can't get away from that. If if there are people in the world whose children are being murdered, their children have done nothing to anyone. If your child is being murdered, no, I don't expect you to just go to work the next day and mm. be taking mm. fucking cupcakes to yeah. people. Like, oh, you know what I mean? You're yeah. hurting, and so your hurt is gonna is eventually gonna um, affect somebody else, and that's gonna affect somebody else, and it's gonna mm. affect somebody else. We can't mm. expect people to just put their hurt to the side and mm. just pretend like everything's okay because we're happy. Mm
1: yeah and then it's a circle and then it's a circle
0: because
1: someone and then your
0: sadness affects other people's happiness
1: yeah and then
0: they look at you like you know and and then before you know it there's this continuous reel of of anger and violence and sadness that's continuing through people when really like happiness should be pushing in the opposite direction yeah but it doesn't because the world is such a horrible place (laughs) <laughs> and no one understands people don't understand other people like
1: you it's have to difficult. understand people this is okay so there's a question i usually ask and this is so interesting in this context so imagine we're suddenly in uh, uh so like this country has been taken over by mm-hmm. like a dictator mm-hmm. ala hitler kind of right okay. so wow. there's like an army people getting murdered it's yeah. all being like starting a war it's all horrible there's kind of three things you can do in that situation. You can either join the bad guys, okay. and they are bad. We're against everything they stand for. Uh, they're very severely right-wing, and they're killing people because of their uh, religion, for money, and power, and all of that. the usual yeah. And products. so you can join them. That's always an option. Or you can stay neutral, keep your head down, just be a good citizen. Mm. Uh, or you can join the resistance and fight. Where would you be in that situation?
0: Oh, I hate to be in that
1: situation.
0: I think morally I couldn't I could I could I can't use a double neg- negative morally I would have to be in a resistance because I being the middle child I naturally want to protect people that's something that I've like it's weird because I'm quite um a recluse like I like to be alone but I can't not help people like I have to help someone I can't see people in need of something and just not and be okay with it. Um, So yeah, I'd have to have to join the resistance and go out fighting
1: well there are places i was just thinking, because within a resistance movement i've given this too much thought by the way <laughs> within a resistance that'd be different so there would be like a leader different roles there'd yeah be a leader which yeah. you didn't want to you didn't want to be the leader and there would be like the the, the foot soldiers out there fighting. yeah yeah but there would also i, I imagine we would i'm saying we because i'm in the resistance yeah line. come on we're in it together <laughs> i imagine there are a lot of basements where we're keeping these people who are in danger
0: right to okay
1: to like hide them from the bad guys so i think that could maybe where we could place mm. you to be the person to make sure they're safe and maybe every once in a while move them around so they wouldn't get I, discovered no do you know what do you know who i am i i
0: am the um i'm like the i'm like the i'm like the sort of like the manager role manager supervisor role <laughs> i am like the person that knows all of the um all of the parts of resistance. Mm. So, like, Logistics. there's a leader of the foot soldiers. That person reports to me. <laughs> I love this yeah. the thing now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Then we got the people that are looking after the the vulnerable, the the, the women and the children. That vibe. That person. Every all the all the leaders of these little things. Yeah. They all report to me, and then I report to the leader. I'm oh, like the I'm yeah. like the um, what film is it? Minority Report? I'm like the person that's like yeah. Do you know what I mean? I oversee everything. I'm like, okay, like a, you, the, what do you guys need? All right, cool. And then I write that down. I'm about to do this. And I have a personal assistant who helps me. And then, <laughs> and then I report to lead. Do you know why? Because I'm very good. I'm, I never forget this in friends When they say that Chandler's great for, um, he's a great person to have after the, after the incident has happened. Mm. I'm that person. I'm really good at being like, let me stand outside the box. And oversee what's going on, and give you a perspective that you're you you can not have because you're inside the box. That's like my place in life. That's good. I will like wait. You're gonna do something, and then I and I'll tell you everything that went right and went wrong, and how I think you could improve that and make it better. I have this thing here <laughs> It's a company that I said I wanted to start called The Outsiders. Yeah. Um, as someone in music, every day I watch people do things and pass judgment on like why I think they're doing it you know why I think someone's got like a long pink weave with fake eyelashes you know who I think they're trying to be what I think they're trying to portray like you know I watch artists like make music that sounds exactly like Drake's music and but they're English and it doesn't really fit in with with who they are so I have these like views on on, on artists and so I was like I'm going to create this company called The Outsiders and what we do is we like do case studies on people's careers and we help them sort of see what things look like from the outside mm. and give them the outside perspective. Because I think as an artist, you ca- it is difficult to be a musician, to be an artist, to create a product that you want people to like, to buy tickets to see you, to sell music, you know, to go on tour. Like It's a difficult thing. and Sometimes you can end up... 700 steps away from what you originally wanted so the job of the outsiders is to be like this is what's going right this is what's going wrong this is what we feel about your social media you know these are the images that aren't really working very well and we like to give you like a <laughs> like an evaluation of your career today yeah and um so my friend felix now we just said it as a joke but now he like sends me videos he's like we need an outsider we need the outsiders and i'll send like this this fake like report of like <laughs> of like an honest opinion. So the whole point of the outside is, is like a seriously like it's a real honest opinion of what works and what doesn't work. And what like the general consensus is of what people are saying and like how people feel about things. And oh, I was that's like that's scary, you have to deal with egos. That you have to but this is the point of the outside is it's anonymous. Oh, it's ruined now because everybody knows yeah, it's me. Right, yeah. But we'd have people on the team, technically. Yeah, so it wouldn't, be so it wouldn't be directly me saying it. Yeah. But yeah, that's like the, the point of it is like that's what I love to do. I love to spectate, I love to study and pass an opinion, I'll never say it's fact, an opinion on what I feel this, this looks like, it feels like, and I think I, I play that role qu- like quite a bit within my friendship groups, like people always ask me like, you know, Julie, tell us the truth and i would be like, okay, <laughs> I'll be like, okay, I'll tell you the truth, I think that's like a role that I've always played, so that would be my role in resistance, That's be cool. like, guys, this I- isn't working. Oh, that's so. what we need, we to need do. We need you then.
1: You're good for the resistance. I'm in resistance. Yeah. I did a I did a gig in South Africa, and we were a bunch of female comics sitting backstage. And then they started talking about how people perceive us as, mm. as comedians. And they were all going, yeah, I know people see me like this, or I I know people see me as this, like, people think that I'm like a bitch, uh, but so I have to go out and be a bit soft, and mm. I have to think about what I wear. Yeah. And I was just thinking, oh, what? I've never... And I had to ask, how? how? And it's the going worst that you got question. going and deliver the truth. Let's go. How do people see, <laughs> see me? Oh, you do not want to. in your head. You're like, please say cool. Please say cool. They didn't say cool. They did not say. cool. What did they say? Girly. Oh really? Yeah. Thank you for being shacked. At least faking shocked. It's your
0: your voice is quite soft.
1: <sighs>
0: I don't think you come across girly though. Thank. I you. can't picture you with like a daisy chain around your head.
1: No. Well, I, I. Wait, have you ever had a
0: daisy chain around your head?
1: I don't think I know what it is. This is like a flower thing. Yeah, 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 No, I've okay, never. Okay, cool, see. But You're I've not worn, girly. I've worn like... Flowery I, I, dresses? Yeah, but that's just because mm. I like colours. And because I wear whatever fits me, because I can't find any clothes. Like <laughs> It's just a matter of... It, it could have been any other... It, it could have been skulls. You just needed to have some <laughs> kind of colour. <laughs> but after that, I mean... Wow! I did everything to try and change it. I Ooh, bought I bought dresses with skulls on it that I never wear. No, girl, I I hate, you, hate, you haven't girl. got girly vibes. Girly. What shoes are
0: you wearing? You're wearing trainers. I That's I'm not trainers. you're not girly at all. I'm
1: Although they are girl. gold. They are gold.
0: You're wearing gold trainers. <laughs> I <know>. It's like <laughs> I'm trying to help you, but you're not I know. really helping yourself. <laughs> I
1: know. Uh, yeah, gold trainers are. Is that gold? gold trainers are
0: not girly. They're you know they. What if I write like.
1: Death on them. No, no, it's not gonna work. It's not gonna work. No.
0: Please don't write death on your trainers. <laughs> okay. either. That would be very weird. It's so, it's so hard. It's so hard. It's so hard me? not to be girly. It is. It what is. do you like doing on your day to no, day?
1: It's comedy.
0: What's your, ho- what's your What are your hobbies? It's comedy. Oh yeah. I don't have a hobby. I don't know. I wouldn't I call you just girly. work. Maybe you were girly compared to the rest of the people in the room. No,
1: I don't think that's it. No, I wish I could say that. I wish I could say that. It's not, I think you just have to. I was wearing a flowery dress, and I sometimes wear flowers, and I hate that. And I need to uh, get tattoos in my face now. <laughs> I, have to, I have to. I can't. But I don't know why I'm struggling against. It's not necessarily a bad thing. I don't no, know why I'm not. seeing it as a negative thing. It's not. I
0: don't know. People, yeah, girly is perceived to be like a. Uh, can't look after yourself, sort of like dainty in it, dainty. It's like the princesses weak. in the in the yeah. um,
1: it feels like a in the movies weak.
0: that can't save themselves. Like that's uh, girly in it.
1: Uh. <laughs> What's wrong with them? Uh. Why are they like this? And you did you only had brothers? I've got three up?
0: brothers, no sisters. Yeah, I was the opposite of girly growing up. Yeah. I was as boyish as they come. Yeah, yeah. Um, which I loved actually. I don't think like I don't really fit in. That's the only thing I sort of kind. Of, like now I, I'm I'm more comfortable in um, like around men than I am around women if I'm around those of women I'm like really quiet
1: mm, why I think
0: just like because I'm like I think whatever I talk about they're not going to care <laughs> 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 like if they're not going to care about this, the topics and subjects that I talk about um, so yeah I get on, I just get on well with men now I'm, which is is okay I don't have a lot of female friends I don't have a lot of friends but the majority of them that I have are men. Is it a choice? Because you said you were like a recluse. Um, I don't know what happened. I I, I think it, it's a mixture of two things. I think one, one, I'm quite lazy. And after a while, when you've done radio for this long, like you just get sick of the sound of your own voice. Like, I hate talking now. <laughs> if it's not at work, I, sometimes I just want to be quiet. Like, mm. I don't want to be... And I've always been like the the like the center of attention loud one in in any room so sometimes i just want to i just want to sit you know i was listening to genie ash oh so i climbed a mountain wait what in wales right you climbed a mountain in
1: wales
0: and i thought i'm going to listen to you and gina talk whilst i can't so you guys helped me up the mountain thank you very very much to both of you because i nearly died on this mountain why did
1: you climb a mountain in wales so
0: (laughs) my brother's wife loves hiking Right. Uh, she did this thing called 24 peaks in 24 hours Jesus. Um, and she did it with complete strangers and she said it was grueling it was like you know it was m- one of the most difficult things she's ever done she's like the only thing that was missing was the fact that I wasn't with people that I love like mm. I was with complete strangers so she was like you know we should climb this mountain <laughs> for my birthday so it was her birthday it was November we went in November it was it was too cold yeah it sounds so cold so we stopped before we got to the top so she's like we have to come back and do it again when it's a little bit more hot so we went back in June when it was baking Too hot yeah. So I'm like <laughs> I've got you and Gina In my ear Like in like Wireless headphones Because I just needed nothing on. I didn't want anything on me Because I was so hot <laughs> I took off all my clothes I was wearing a bra And a pair of shorts Walking up a mountain We started at 12.51 We got to the top At s- three minutes past six Oh, my God. Exactly. So you guys... But luckily, you guys got me through the beginning stage.
1: Yeah, I was like, that can't have been... <laughs> yeah, like no, you got me through for... the beginning
0: stage. This is Like, when we set off and when we were at the bit of the mountain where it's just... We're just in the sun. Because it's a mountain. There's no shade. Like, we're just in the sun. Oh, God. Um, so thank you to you both. <laughs> um. But yeah, she was talking about... Gina was talking about uh just, like... Because she's the loudest and the funniest, mm. people just expect her to, like just be entertaining 24 7 Mm. and i kind of i was like on the mountain like yes gina i feel the same (laughs) Like nearly dying but like (laughs) yes that's exactly how i feel but um so yeah i just like to be on myself because i don't want to have to talk all the time like i just want to chill out sometimes but the other part of it is i don't enjoy being outside with people recognizing me like i don't enjoy it at Mm. all i hate it
1: you're an introvert
0: Yeah, it's like you're an introvert. Yeah, Yeah. I hate I hate it. I hate being anywhere where people treat me differently. I don't like it in both ways. I don't like being treated differently anyway. But I don't like when people are like, "Oh, Julie, hi," and then I'm like, "No, like we just we're just here to you know." People like ask me why I'm somewhere. Like I'll go somewhere. People like, "Why are you here?" And I'm like, "Because why are you here?" What do, you mean, what, what do you mean, why am I here? Like, we're both here to be entertained, surely. No, like, we're, I, I don't know. And Yeah, it just makes me feel uncomfortable. Like, I just feel uncomfortable when people do that. So I, sometimes I'm like, I'd rather just stay at home than be out And people are like, you know, Julie, hi. Are you Julie? And I'm like, yeah. And they're like, oh, my God, I really love you. And I'm like, oh, thank you very much. You know, I'm. thank you. But I don't know what, like I want to have a conversation with yeah. you but we can't because I don't, you haven't even yeah. told me your name. <laughs> like, yeah, yeah. So then I want to have a conversation with you so then we, Then I try to have a conversation with you but then I realise I'm in the middle of a, a like a rave and we're shouting and I can't shout in the rave because I have, I have to save my voice. Like every time I go out on the weekend i go back to radio on Monday with no voice. So like I don't want to talk but then I have to talk loads so I'm just like this is too much hassle so.
1: How does it work going Stay to home. parties and raves being an
0: introvert? I love dancing. I absolutely love to dance. I just love it. It's my favourite form of expression without speech, is dancing. I just think it's amazing. Um, So I love going to parties. That is literally it. (laughs) I just love it. I love being in a club, dancing to music. It's my favourite thing in the whole world.
1: What about all the people?
0: Oh, so... I have a technique um, <laughs> when I go to parties to find a corner of some kind. Uh, not near the bar because people, you have to avoid any walkways because mm. you'd be dancing and people are trying to walk through. But my aim in any club is to find the space that I'm going to be in for the whole night and then I'm just there for the, the whole night. I don't move. I don't drink, so I never have to go to the bar. And so, and I don't smoke and so I don't have to go to the smoking area. So I just stay there for the whole night. And that's where I stay. That's it.
1: <laughs> no, no, that sounds ideal.
0: That's yeah. That's all. I, yeah, I just stay exactly where I am. I don't move, and I just dance f- for four hours. It's great.
1: So is the the grime like circuit? is Yeah. Is that because f- from from being able to, I can relate a lot to a lot of what you're saying about being the recluse and that, yeah. but, you know, people and stuff. But like comedy felt like so safe because I kind of knew everyone mm. and. I can go into a backstage area. And chill
0: with people, yeah. Yeah,
1: I'm never like... Uh, like, I can go to any country in the world and find a comedy club and I'll mm. feel like home. Yeah. And I can talk to everyone yeah, and know yeah. exactly what we can talk about. Yeah. It's kind of the same yeah, in definitely. The Grime, but with cooler people.
0: No, and everyone <laughs> in Grime is not cool, I'll tell you that for free. Um, <laughs> yeah, it's exactly the same as that. I think... Uh, it's funny because when I go to grime parties, I'm not like you can't really you can dance to grime, but it's you like it's more of a it's like a show. It like you want to say the lyrics, you want to watch the stage, you want to is you like it's it's entertaining to watch it. It's entertaining to see them passing the mic between each other for the DJ. What tune is the DJ going to select? You know, it's it's an, it's entertaining to watch. It isn't it's not for me anyway. It's not a dancing genre. So a lot of that a lot of that is me like. Just either watching a show from the floor or watching a show from the side of the stage. Um, but it is exactly that. And now it's weird because you can go to like, I went to South by Southwest this year and, you know, like Kano's performing, Gets is performing, Frisco's performing. I'm in Texas. <laughs> I'm in like Austin, Texas with all my friends that I've grown up with from London, like performing in this bar, like in the middle of Austin, Texas. And it was so like surreal you can go to so many different places i've got friends who go to japan and there's grime in japan and You're doing grime sets with japanese mcs and, like just blows your mind like how crazy it is but it's not i think i've spent a lot of my life in in dark clubs mm-hmm. in backstage areas just chatting about music with people that's definitely one of my favorite things to do um and it's bad because i'm i don't perform so i'm just there to talk i'm there i forget that they actually have to go on stage and perform like we're just having a chat you know just chilling like and they're like okay cool it's my set time i'm like okay great i'll see you when you get back and then they go out and perform and i'll watch it and then come back and it's just like it's like a social area it's like a youth club but in the middle of it they go and perform and do a job for people that they get paid for and then it continues like that but i love that about I love that about Graham. I love that about any any sort of career that enables you to sit with your peers and just talk is sick. I think that's what everybody should be able to do, especially because we work in a place that isn't you know you don't work in an office. Yeah, you don't have it's like so you don't have the canteen area to like go yeah. and chill and lunch and like find out what everyone's been working on today. Yeah, it's nice that you that people get to travel around the world and sort of and you get to meet new people from different parts of the world as well that do what you do and you always share that common interest. And so maybe obviously the, the the barriers or the, you know, the difficulties that I'm sure a lot of comedians share um, that you can speak to people around the world and, and talk about. I think that's amazing. That's definitely one of my favorite parts about Grime.
1: Is meeting too. the new generation
0: yeah. as, as well. I'm sure you get that bit where you sort of have a circuit of comedians and then you get this sort of new, maybe they trickle through, but you get these people that are new onto the scene. And then you almost feel like you can teach them things yeah. or.
1: That's because like, you were taught by someone. Yeah. I, I don't know if it's the same, but you... Yeah. Someone said that you can ask any comedian who's famous, any famous comedian, and they can point at... The person Ten comedians. Yeah. Ten comedians who, who helped them. Yeah. And that's kind of a nice... When you realize, oh, you can lift someone yeah. up whilst you're still being lifted by someone yeah. else. And it's, it's just a very nice... There's not, the, there is competition, of course, in some capacity, but yeah. not really. Not, in, not really. <laughs> Maybe per TV show, but... Yeah. There's room for all of us.
0: Yeah, it's good. I like yeah. that.
1: Yeah, it's also what I love about Grime. <laughs> With favorite. all the
0: raves that you've been yeah. to, have you been to a Grime rave before? <laughs> no. <laughs> do you have to ask? Do I'm you really? gonna take you to one. You're gonna have a great time. <laughs>
1: if you can find me the corner, I will, yeah. Don't worry,
0: I'll find. I always find a corner. But we'll find a corner.
1: And just need to check before we do that. The Macarena is still a cool dance move, right? Yes, cool. Just check. it I do it every day. <laughs>
0: why was I even listening to Macarena the other day actually why (laughs) I feel like I was listening to that oh no Dua Lipa and Charlie XCX were doing it at Glastonbury on the side of the stage to just any song that was playing (laughs) and I was like this is brilliant and then i started listening to the macarena see i'm bringing it back please do
1: it's me i did that i
0: I absolutely (laughs) love it i think i bought that track actually i love the macarena
1: Cool. well you're gonna regret (laughs) you're gonna regret this (laughs) forever i love it i really do (laughs) (laughs) so uh so the question i always ask at the end is are we at the end we're at the end that's sad we'll do a second we'll do a a, um sequel at one point yes please after the the rave. After our <laughs> rave.
0: Yeah, we come back like, and do like an evaluation. Just for me crying.
1: <laughs> and you saying, I'm so sorry. I'm so know. sorry. I don't know why so I did sorry. that to you. I'm <laughs> so sorry. <laughs> so if you've listened to, you know the last question. You're yes. holding yourself as a teeny tiny baby. Yes. And I'll close my
0: eyes while she's saying it. All, to get into character. You
1: get into character. It's You're crying and crying because it's scary. You were just born. You are in the womb. And now there's lights and sound and people it sounds like they're screaming but they're not they're just talking and it's all scary and you know that there'll be scary moments in this baby's life mm-hmm. and um you can say something to the bit you can't change anything it doesn't okay. matter what you can't tell it to act differently because that won't matter that won't happen but you can maybe say something to comfort it about everything you know that's going to happen in this baby's life up until the point we're at right now what would you say to you as a baby
0: i remember being on the mountain when you asked this question to gina and I thought, I'm going to try and think of my answer, but I can't. <laughs> what would I say? I can't change anything that's going to happen in the no. baby's life.
1: But it does. It, it I does can't erase know. anything that happened. No. Okay. But now I really want to ask what you would like to change. <laughs> what would I change? What would I say? It's just scary. It's a tiny baby being terrified of what you now know isn't. It isn't actually that terrifying. What would I say
0: to Baby Julie? <laughs> oh,
1: little Baby Julie.
0: Hmm. <laughs> I would say. I would tell Baby Julie to. Be a lot more protective about, of her energy. That's what I would say. I would tell her to protect her energies more carefully. And I would tell her to stop crying all the time. (laughs) You don't have to cry over everything, actually. And be happy. Less crying, more happiness and protect your energy at all times. That is what I would say to baby Julie.
1: Is that something you still need to be told?
0: Um, no. I've now learned these things, thankfully, because I'm getting old. <laughs> it's about time that I learned these things. <laughs> um, so, yeah, no, I've now learned them, which is why I'm saying it to her, because I think I don't think my life would be different, but I feel like I would be a lot more used to like when you're growing up and you learn things about yourself you then have to implement the thing that you've learned then you have to wait for the change to actually happen mm. I feel like the change should have happened a lot sooner if I, if I had done those things sooner and not and not I've had to learn them like in my 20s in my late 20s but what can you do this is life everything happens for a reason
1: now I just think about baby Julie <laughs> <laughs> She is so cute. I can only imagine how cute she is. She's a cute baby. Cute little baby. Well, thank you for doing this. Where can people Ugh. find you? And in my house, because <laughs> I'm a
0: recluse. <laughs> uh, so I'm always in my house watching Netflix um, and eating cereal. Granola, because I love granola with almond milk. Um, but if you want to find me on the internet, it's just everything is Julie Adenuga. Um, my surname is spelled exactly how it sounds it's A-D-E-N-U-G-A and yeah but if you see me in the street you can that's another place yeah you can find me but I'm rarely there
1: but don't be weird and don't ask don't you don't be weird why you're there
0: just say hi just have a conversation about life um, and yeah in my house or on the internet is, is the best place to, to find me
1: thank you for having me by the way thank you so much for doing this this has been
0: a lot of fun
1: I've loved it we'll do a sequel one day
0: yes after the grime after
1: rave the grime rave <laughs> <laughs> Thank you so much for listening. Isn't she amazing? I th- I love her so much. Um, t- t- doing this, pa- I love doing this podcast. This is my favorite thing. I'm in bed in my, I'm gonna say pajamas. It's not. It's just a t-shirt I wore the night before, <laughs> and I'm doing this. And I can't. I'm I'm very lucky that I get to do. I'm so lucky that you guys listen, um, because it's like, ugh, it sounds so douchey, but it's our thing. It's our podcast. It's we. This is all us. There's no middleman. There's no one controlling this anywhere. Like, I don't have adverts. I don't... I, I, won't, I mean, I tried to do, um, like, a pilot for a podcast that was run by a company. And I fucking hated it. I mean, the podcast itself was fine. But suddenly I had people controlling, like, who, to, who the guests would be. I even got a script of what to say. And I was like, fuck this. <laughs> fuck this. So this is the best. But the only way we can really do it is... Um, you know, by um, by supporting it financially. I mean, and you don't, again, you don't have to. Like, this is all free. You can just not support it financially and it, it'll be fine. Like, this, that's it. But I would love it if you did. <laughs> um, so basically, it takes a while to do this and do the interviews and edit it and all of that. And uh, I've now hired, hired sounds, I'm now paying someone. I'm. I got someone to... Uh, edit these episodes so that I would have a few more hours in the week to, to do other stuff, which I have to, because otherwise I don't have time to do this. Um, so now I'm actually like actively seeing money leave my account for this. And it's it means so much to me that you're helping me do that. That It helps so much that you contribute to that happening. And uh, I want to keep doing this podcast. I want it to keep growing. I want to keep getting... Extremely interesting guests on. Uh, it's been a. I feel like it's been a while since I've had a, a stand-up comedian on, which I kind of like. I mean, not. I mean, I love talking to comedians. It's a, always a different uh, atmosphere. But I feel like it's growing, and that's all thanks to you. So, if you want to be part of the Mopot I'm going to say family now of the Mopot family there are certain things you can do like there's of course the whole sharing it and tweeting about it which I fucking love then there's a thing that I noticed that you do which is you tweet at the guest and you say oh I just heard you on the Mopot, you were great and that I I really think that helps because I, I mean I really love that you do that it means so much I, I love that they get that love from having done that because they they probably didn't always know what they were getting themselves into when they said yes to doing it so keep doing that that's amazing Uh, message a friend you think would like it and tell them to listen that's how a lot of people say they found the podcast they had a really eager friend and um, of course five star reviews on iTunes it helps with that I don't know why it's like the algorithm or something but you can also go to patreon.com dot com forward slash Mopad and you can donate however much you feel like giving. It's uh, you can give like five dollars, uh, ten dollars per episode, a dollar per episode, whatever you feel like giving. It uh, I get then I get a little I get a little um, a little email that says uh, this person has just started donating and it makes me so happy. Like so, you can't even. I feel like we're beating capitalism <laughs> by doing it this way. Uh, so here's the thing: if you give five dollars or more per episode you get a special shout out at the end of the episode and special is a big word to use for this because it's basically just me butchering your name so the people who I love dearly who has uh, helped uh this podcast out this month the people who get a certain shout out (laughs) the people who get more than five dollars per episode are and I want to say a huge thank you to these people a big thank you too Kathy Draxelbauer, Robert Knowles, Eve Wingworth, Victoria Greer, Marnie Biles, Phil Vabalus, Olivia Hove, Zoe Cumberland-Josie, Dash and Bengal, Ka- Kathy Hatfield, Jane Young, Robin Kappa, James Frew, Helen Galliard, Karen Threthaway, Russell Hughes, Ida Søgaard-Larsen, Lucy Inge Ellingsen, <laughs> Im- Imogen Wearson, Maddy Sill, Andrea Papillon, Caleb Melchor, <laughs> Neste Guest Sack... <laughs> <laughs> you can choose your own name, sir. And there's a guy called Sack who really wants to be a guest, so he changed his name to Next Guest Sack. Oh, God, in Danish, Next Guest Sack. Jessica Stuhlfire, Meg, Emma Chan, Sylvia Novak, Georgie Brown, Kathy Beveridge, uh, Emma Walton, Andy Walker, Giraldo, Claire, Danny Beckett, Fiona Richardson, Claire Lamb, Rachel, Grace Souter, Cat Pillar, Harold Van Dyke, Immy, Eleanor, Sarah Ferrer, Agassiz, Sith, Seth, Cherie Dunphy, and Daniel Reifersheed okay (laughs) oh my god this is too funny so uh those are the people that i'm so grateful for um and, yeah, then I'm going to let you go now. All I want to say is a big thank you to uh, Bailey Leonard for my jingle and for editing this podcast. Hi, hi Bailey, for doing... I mean, Bailey is it's almost a podcast now. And to uh, Linda Brinkhouse for my logo and to the Phoenix Artists Club and Peter Dunbar for letting me record episodes there. Uh, love you all very much and bye-bye-bye-bye-bye.